you go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later, because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bob Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. On a network that covers more roads than any other carrier, connect up to 10 devices and stream conference calls. Finish up that presentation or answer last-minute emails. Go to att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi to see if you're eligible for a free trial today. Based on independent third-party data, always pay careful attention to the road and don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. It's fantasy football season, and this is the place to be. They don't face a lot of good offenses. I think they're worth starting every week. He's just not a very good runner. Their second-half schedule is phenomenal. Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Ten eighteen remaining in the third quarter. Eagles trail 21-10. Ball down at the Falcons, 36. Thick in the gun. Thick screens out on the far side. He's got Macklin at the 30. 25-20. 15, 10, 5. Touchdown! Jeremy Macklin! Now back to NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith alongside NFL.com senior fantasy editor Michael Fabiano and NFL.com analyst Elliot Harrison. NFL Fantasy Live is our show every day on NFL.com, every day also on the NFL Network, Sunday's big pregame show on the Red Zone Channel, 8.30 to 10 a.m. Pacific Time. That is 11.30 to 1 Eastern Time. We are riding the lightning, as many owners are. I kind of feel like we are riding the lightning. Is that not one of the coolest guitar riffs ever? That's a 19-year-old Kirk Hammett right there. You talk about somebody. You talk about somebody who would go first in any in any guitar hero draft. Kirk Hammett goes in the top three, no doubt about I that. I mean, it's not "Ain't Talking About Love" by Van Halen, but it's 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 up there. We're not showing our age like Elliot Harrison. But uh, speaking of riding the lightning, because plenty of owners now are doing that with guys like Michael Vick, Arian Foster. Breaking news now involving Ryan Grant. We'll get to in a second. But first, Michael Vick from today, guys. He says he tweets, "I'm going to play." 100% chance of me playing. Andy Reid hedges bets a little bit earlier today by saying, well, I'm going to monitor Michael Vick. I'm going to take a look at him and see how things go. You know, we got into this off the top of the show, and I know we're on opposite sides of this, but I think going forward with, with this kind of injury, and Jason Lockenfora, NFL analyst, uh, uh, insider for NFL Network, joined us last hour said, look, the big thing is, yeah, Michael Vick is going to start. He's going to play. But the big thing, and this is why I hedge my bet and I go someplace else, Fabs, other than Michael Vick, is because I don't know that he's going to make it through four quarters. I'd rather have four quarters of Rex Grossman than maybe a quarter and a half or two and a half quarters of Michael Vick. And and again, I I you know I, I really like to go with my studs. 
if Vic is playing, unless I have Stafford or something like that, I- I'm going to play Michael Vic. Um, Rex Grossman's been good, not last week against the Cowboys, but for the most part as a starting quarterback of the Washington Redskins, he's been good. I mean, Mark Sanchez is another guy. And, you know, Jason, I know you're big on Sanchez, and I'm definitely starting to turn the corner on him because I think the Jets are becoming a passing team. I want to see maybe one more week, especially this week against the Ravens. Great litmus test for Mark Sanchez in terms of his fantasy value. But if Vic's out there and I don't have another guy uh, on my roster that is on his level from a fantasy perspective, especially when the matchup is as good as it is this weekend, I'm playing Michael Vick. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he gets hurt. I'm not a doctor. I can't predict the future when it comes to injuries. I'm sticking with him. So you wouldn't take the Grossman versus the Rams risk? No, I, because I have that option in one of my leagues, actually, and I'm playing Vic. You, I think in all of your leagues, you have like 200 leagues. You have every quarterback in the NFL. <laughs> no, I, you know what? I have Ben Roethlisberger in a lot of leagues. I have Grossman. I have Vic. Uh, I've got Newton in one of my leagues. So I do have some juggling to do at the quarterback position. To be quite honest with you, though, the one team that I don't juggle at quarterback is the one that has Michael Vick. I, I look at the Eagles this way when you take a look at Sunday now from a football standpoint affecting fantasy. LaShawn McCoy is having a phenomenal season, right? He's been the best running back in fantasy football so far. He's been incredible. If you're bringing Michael Vick back, are you going to bring Michael Vick back and you're going to want him to go out and be 100% of what he is? You're bringing him back early because you have to because you're 1-2 and two and suddenly the Super Bowl or bust Miami Heat season could be going down the tubes for the Philadelphia Eagles. you got to win this week. So I think they're bringing Vick back a little bit too early. I think knowing that, I think you're going to see a little bit more reliance on the running game this week. It's a good matchup for the Eagles, good matchup for LaShawn McCoy. I don't know that you can put Michael Vick out there and expect to see, hey, he's going to throw for 275, three touchdowns, and run for 100 in a touchdown. I think you're going to see diminished value from there. That's why I think, Elliot, you can go with another guy. You can go a Grossman, a Henny, or a, a Sanchez, a guy like that, and get that kind of production. Well, not to mention, you know, you, you talk about the fact that they're rolling them out there because they're one and two. Well, keep in mind the 49ers are a conference game, and that may not mean a, you know, a lot to some people, but those conference games mean a lot when it comes wild card time. And right now, everyone who just gift-wrapped the Eagles the NFC East title, now they're reconsidering. And one other thought. I've seen all of Michael Fabiano's fantasy teams. He does, in fact, have about 212. I isolated one player that he doesn't have on all his fantasy teams, Mark Mariani. It's the only guy in pro football that he does not have on a fantasy team. And I'm thinking of picking him up. Of hey, course. Eagles, we, Michael Vick, we still get, he's, sound like it's going to be like a game-time decision for him, so we'll know more on him. You've got to keep checking back during the week, of course, NFL.com for all your needs there. But Jeremy Macklin's also somebody who it sounds like he's going to be a game-time decision, too. The hamstring's tricky, Fabs. This is one of those, yes, I think if he's healthy, you play him, but, boy, you're not going to know that till the last minute. Yeah, boy, are we just sick of hamstring and groin injuries, guys, as fantasy owners? The, the are lockout, we just, yeah, thank the lockout. That are we sick and up. tired of these things? Because they are an absolute headache from a fantasy perspective. Again, if Macklin's active, I'm playing him. If Arian Foster's active, maybe he's my flex starter this week. Uh, I don't have Arian Foster, luckily, in any of my leagues. But these are concerns that fantasy owners become sort of head coaches. It, it becomes reality because we don't know what sort of an effect these hamstrings and groins are going to have on a player. We don't know if a guy is going to last four quarters. Jeremy Mack can come out and put up 120 yards and a touchdown on the Niners because they can't stop the pass to save their lives. You could also re-aggravate that injury in the third quarter and, and miss time, so you're rolling the dice either way. Oh, and, and now you're getting into a little bit of a historical context with the way that teams look at injury reports. If the 49ers look at Macklin as, as a limited guy, 
then they're going to be rolling their safety over Deshaun Jackson's side. And that means Macklin's going to be one-on-one. If Macklin's one-on-one, he can beat most single coverage in the NFL, period. Now, on NFL Fantasy Live earlier today, we talked about what could be some alternatives for Jeremy Macklin. In a 12-team league, obviously, you're going to kind of be pick clean the waiver wire that kind of happens that way. A guy I kind of like a little bit more because we talked about teams that are evolving to, to a pass-first team. I like Devon Bess on the Dolphins. You know, the last couple of years, he and Henny have had a pretty good chemistry, and he got a ton of targets last week, got a couple in the red zone. I know it's kind of if you're desperate, but if Macklin does wind up being a no-go, I think Bess might be the best of the guys out there, because other guys out there in a 12-team league are going to be guys like Andre Caldwell, and, and I don't know if those are guys you're going to want to pick up and put in your lineup. It's kind of slim pickings, but a 10-team league, Elliot, there's a lot of guys out there. You bet. I mean, listen, if you're at home, you got your laptop out, see if Jordy Nelson's sitting there. See if Lance Moore is sitting there. Yeah, I mean, why not? I mean, yeah, are they are they I'd owned? Love to be in a ten team league hey, to get these guys. <laughs> hey, Nate Washington may be sitting there now. Granted, granted, they're probably owned in half the leagues, but there's a good chance that all three of those guys aren't owned. So if one of those three dudes are sitting there, pick them up, pick them up. Let's get to Ryan Grant and Fabs. You had the bit of breaking news earlier in the show. As far as the running back by committee goes in Green Bay, we thought, all right, Ryan Grant's going to wind up being the guy. 92 yards rushing last week. Mike McCarthy said we have to get the ball in his hands more. Maybe they wanted to wait a couple of weeks to see how he comes back from injury. But now that Bruce Kidney suffered on Sunday, it's going to be a big change now in the backfield. And could this be the start of the James Starks era in Green Bay in terms of being more of a featured back? Grant likely not to play this week. Mike McCarthy said so much uh, because of that Bruce Kidney. Now, it's funny because McCarthy actually had said earlier that we want to get Grant more involved in the offense, get him more touches. He gets better when he has more carries. Well, now this Bruce Kidney is an issue. James Starks against the Broncos this week at Lambeau Field. Uh, I really like this matchup quite a bit for Starks. Fantastic flex start. A guy that I traded to you in this controversial deal, mm-hmm. which is not controversial in my eyes, <laughs> by the way, um, Harrison, but... Uh, he, he is going to be active on your roster as a flex guy this week, no doubt about it. Yeah, Michael Fabiano and I made a, a trade in our expert league that involved me getting both Ryan, both Ryan Grant and James Starks. I, I have that, and Elliot Harrison didn't like that deal, but as far as Ryan Grant, James Starks, I think now, I think James Starks, I think he's, he, I would go as far to say this week he is a really strong number two running back play, just because of the, the potential for points Green Bay is going to have. And at the end of the day, it's, it's a shame to say, but anytime you're dealing with a running back by committee, when one guy gets hurt, it's good for fantasy owners because they know they can roll with the other guy. That's the long and the short of it. And, you know, the problem is there's just too many Starks and Ryan Grant situations in the league right now. And it's really hard. And then when you have a bona fide lead back like a Jamal Charles or Arian Foster get hurt early on, guys, the number of lead backs that you can count on, we, and then you get said Benson getting in trouble, who a lot of people prior are starting in a flex. You know, then you have another guy who's a clear lead back like Marshawn Lynch that plays for such an awful team that you wouldn't start him with Fabiano's team. Eight 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 nine six three two six eight two. That's eight 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 XM Fantasy. Will help you set your starting lineups. Adam in New Jersey, you're on NFL Fantasy Live with Jason, Michael, and Elliot. What do you got? Uh, I have a lineup question. Um, I have Halu, Bente, and Kendall Hunter. Uh, I need one of the three for this week. 
I think, you know, I love Kendall Hunter. I, I talked earlier this this show. I think Kendall Hunter is going to wind up being the guy who's going to take the job from Frank Gore, who has been injured and awful the first three weeks. But, you know, getting the news we got from Jason LaConfora, NFL Network Insider, last hour, where he told us even though Arian Foster is going to play, Ben Tate's going to wind up seeing a lot of carries. And as the game goes on, it's going to be more Ben Tate. This goes converse to what we thought an hour ago was going to be Arian Foster and then be a little bit of Ben Tate. Now I think out of, out of those three this week, I think Ben Tate's the best play. I tell you, again, the hamstring injury comes to doom fantasy owners, right? Because you don't know what to do. Uh, out of that trio, you, you have to really wait till game time to see what happens with Frank Gore. Because Halu, although he didn't see a ton of touches against the Cowboys. He was in the second good, half he's a got lot. A, he's got a good matchup you know, against the Rams. So I, I think Hunter, right now I'd say Hunter. But if Gore is in there and playing... Uh, I think Halu's the better play. Well, and that's where watching games can really help you fantasy-wise because Halu was in that game a lot. Yes, he didn't get a lot of touches, but he was on the field. And you know, maybe what maybe the answer here is you hope that Hightower stubs his toe, like on the stadium steps right before the game, so that you know who your primary back's going to be. And by the way, how sad is it when we're advising a caller to start Ben Tate against the Steelers front seven? The, <laughs> Those aren't great choices right there. No, it's not. And you know me. I'm not a big Hightower guy. You know, when you go back to your point about, about Tim Hightower, I think, you know, he's having an okay season, but not a lot of running backs are having great seasons. But you can't say, okay, he's still playing. Well, your guy doesn't have a 100-yard game. The, the, the one great game he had, they couldn't give him the ball in the second half because he was tired. I, I think Hightower's a little overrated. And I, I don't know that you're going to say going forward now he's going to get all that stamina back and he's going to run the ball 25, 30 times a game. I think Halu is going to get in. He's going to get some of those carries. Look, they like him. They, they like him coming out of the Realize Hightower is 11th in fantasy points at running back right now. But without, 11th. But, but that's because fantasy running backs this year, outside of the top five, you fall off a cliff. There's only, what, I think it's five guys in the NFL, running back-wise, with more than two touchdowns through three weeks. That hardly ever happens. That's more the devaluing of the running back. I mean, yeah, it's, it looks good to say that, but it's kind of like saying I have the most powerful army in Rhode Island. Hey, I, I agree. I love with, Rhode Island, by the way. I've hey, vacationed I, there plenty of times. I agree with both of you. I think, I think Hightower, to Fab's point, look – if the guy's ranked high and he's putting up more, more fantasy points, who cares what the competition is? He's putting up more fantasy points. At his you, position. Yeah, at his position, you got to roll with that. On the other hand, to your point, the idea of Tim Hightower as the 25-carry, 125-yard-and-a-touchdown guy, you have to prove it. It's really great in preseason to say, hey, we're going to roll with this guy. He's going to be on the field 80% of the time. He's going to get this many carries. There have only been a few people in the league at one time that are able to have that kind of workload. That's why there are but, only seven or eight workhorse backs in the NFL because not everyone has the body or the disposition who, to be able to carry the ball that way. Who much. said that Hightower was a 25-carry guy? Nobody did. Nobody did. I mean, he is what he is. He's going to catch four or five passes out of the backfield. He'll get maybe 15, 18 carries a game. No one said he's a 25-carry guy. But what he does is produce fantasy points, and we're seeing that in the first three weeks. Great fit in the zone blocking scheme for Mike Shanahan. And again, the running back position is down so far uh, heading into week four. But he, you don't need to carry the ball 25 times a game. We're not talking about Earl Campbell. We're not talking about know, this I kind of guy. You don't have to do that. But there are a lot of people after they saw his preseason performance against the Ravens and the Colts that thought he was going to be a twelve or 1,300-yard back and get 300 carries. And what I'm well, saying, that was misguided. Yeah. I, I, <laughs> we, we had uh, you know, an NFL analyst, Bucky Brooks, on NFL Fantasy Live, and he said that he thought Hightower was going to get 1,250 yards rushing. 
So I agree with you. You don't listen. LaShawn McCoy is never going to get 30 carries in a game, and he's a beast. Mm. I'm just saying that the preseason expectations for Hightower were a little misguided. Yeah, I think we got everybody got talked into. Hey, look at this. Hey, it's Tim Hightower, Redskins offense. When meanwhile, it's just going to be a case of well, they're going to wind up splitting carries. 888-963-2682. That's 888-XM-FANTASY. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison here. Brian in Virginia. You're on NFL Fantasy Live. Hey, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, buddy? I got a trade question. Um, I'm uh, I'm a little thin at running back. It's a uh, 10-team uh, league. I've got um, Ahmad Bradshaw, Danny Thomas, Leggett, Blunt, and Joseph Adai. My quarterback uh, is Aaron Rodgers. Someone's offered me Philip Rivers and Michael Turner for Aaron Rodgers and LeGarrette Blunt. Now, my, my wide receivers are pretty good. They're uh, Roddy White, Des Bryant, and Brandon Marshall. And we run a flex where I can put a quarterback in there, too, and I've got uh, Flacco and Fitzpatrick. So what do you guys think? I say no. Yeah, I think you're just making that deal. That's a deal to make a deal. You know, I don't know how that really helps you, especially if you can put a quarterback in at a flex. Yeah, yeah it would be great to get, you know, if you can have team up Rivers and Rodgers, but if you have Ryan Fitzpatrick, I mean, I don't know why. Throw him in your flex. Right well, no, uh, w- wouldn't he be losing Rodgers in the deal to get to get Rivers and, and Turner? No, I, I'm not trading Aaron Rodgers. And I, Michael Turner's a good running back. He's not 1,699 yards and 17 touchdowns like he was a few years ago. So, uh I'm not trading Aaron Rodgers. He's gotten off to a slow start. I mean, uh, Michael Turner, they got to get him going. I mean, for fantasy owners in, in real-world uh, application, my, Michael Turner is one of those bell cow backs that we've been talking about, except he's not producing. Yeah, well, I, and the thing is, what, what gets me from, from a football reality to a fantasy reality is the Falcons are not – as good as we thought they a were. Fantasy reality. From a fantasy reality. I like it. I like that. I, I, like it. I just made that up. Patent pending. Patent pending. Patent pending. Is that the Falcons are not as good as we thought they were. They're not as good as they thought they were. They're going to have to throw the football more. We've seen diminished numbers from Michael Turner so far. Number one, he's an older back, and when you get towards 30, the bigger backs break down. They want to save wear and tear on him, so he's not going to carry the ball 25, 30 times a game. But also, they're going to have to throw the football more, which means less numbers for Michael Turner. He's not going to catch passes out of the backfield. I'm kind of wary of Michael Turner. Hey guys, I like LeGarrette Blunt going forward. And I want to give you a little stat here. I love the stats, clearly. Um, Darren McFadden, LaShawn McCoy, Fred Jackson, Ray Rice, uh, Adrian Peterson, Matt Forte, Javid Best, Maurice Jones, Drew, Ahmad Bradshaw, Tim Hightower, all these guys catch the ball out of the backfield. Those are all running backs that are in your top 11 in fantasy points right now on NFL.com. Darren Sproles is in the top 15 ahead of Michael Turner, not because he's this great running back. He's got 59 yards rushing. He's got 168 receiving and two touchdowns. So we're talking about the running back position evolving, right? These these guys like you know the Earl Campbell types. As much as I miss them, I miss having Barry Sanders and Emmitt Smith and uh, studs like that. The evolution of the running back position: guys that catch the ball out of the backfield and can also run the football and have good field vision. And I think that's important too. We saw that against the uh, uh, with Felix Jones that one play against the Redskins where the whole left side of the field was wide open for him to run for a touchdown. He went inside and got tackled. There are a lot of there are a lot of dynamic sort of characteristics that run, running backs need to have to succeed in the National Football League. A lot of these guys have it: running the football, being able to catch the ball out of the backfield. Uh, and Michael Turner is sort of becoming that that sort of dinosaur. Dinosaur. And we talked about fantasy weirdness the other day, Fabs, and it's very feasible that Matt Forte could have 785 yards rushing and 1,090 yards receiving with 10 touchdowns total. 
That could be his stat line this year. 888-963-2682, 888-XM-Fantasy, Jason Smith, NFL.com Senior Fantasy Editor Michael Fabiano, NFL.com Fantasy Analyst Elliot Harrison here, taking your calls, setting your lineup. Coming up next, we've been talking a lot of buy low, sell high, guys. We'll continue on that trend, give you some advice as we set your lineups as NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio continues. Turn your fantasy sports knowledge into cash every week. And don't miss out on the thousands being awarded in fantasy leagues at DraftStreet.com. DraftStreet offers weekly fantasy football leagues, and they're forming every week with entry fees ranging from free to $2 to over 200 clams. All you have to do is create an account, deposit some cash, and you're ready to start taking your fantasy experience to the next level only at DraftStreet.com. Make sure to enter code FOOTBALL25 for a $25 deposit bonus on your first deposit. Over 150 grand awarded every week with over $2 million paid out to date. Join leagues at any time of the day. Play against users from all over the U.S. Visit DraftStreet.com to get started today. DraftStreet accepts PayPal and all major credit cards. Jason Smith alongside NFL.com senior fantasy editor Michael Fabiano, NFL.com analyst Elliot Harrison. You know, the guitarist for White Line is from my hometown, Staten Island. I actually have a question for both of you. What was more surprising, that White Lion ever had a hit or that Brandon Jacobs scored a 40-yard touchdown (laughs) receiving last week? I think Jacobs. Yeah, once you heard wait, you knew that was going to be a hit. Brandon Jacobs, I'm watching it saying, is this happening? Is this this is not a, a replay from a previous game? No, this is actually happening. Harrison has when the children cry on his iPad. I know that. I I don't own an iPad, so the second part of that is untrue. Okay. 888-XM-FANTASY, 888-963-2682, helping you set your lineups, answer your questions here on NFL Fantasy Live. Uh, Fabs, you got a bunch of starts and sits. Michael Fabiano every week, big column on NFL.com, his big starts, his big sits. Get to the sits later on, but give me some starts, quarterback, running back, wide receiver you like this week. Uh, I love Eli Manning. Uh, was very surprised that he had such a great game last week with all of his wide receivers banged up. Sands, you know, uh, Hakeem Nicks. Great matchup against the Cardinals. They've allowed the seventh most fantasy points to quarterbacks. I like Matt Schaub. And, and, you know, people see the Steelers, and this is not the same Steelers defense. They've faced, in two of their three games, Tavares Jackson, Kerry Collins, and Lance Painter. Uh, and I think Joe Flacco was Curtis more of the Painter. litmus test. Lance Painter. I said it again. I keep Lance saying Lance Painter. Painter. Might actually complete That's how bad Curtis Painter is because hey. I keep calling him Lance Painter. <laughs> Little child, dry your crying eyes. That's it. Oh, wow. Flacco lit up the Steelers for almost 21 fantasy points in week one. Uh, I also like Rex Grossman going against the Rams, despite the fact that he struggled last week. The Rams, very bad uh, against the pass this season. At the running back position, fast Freddie Jackson, ride him while he's hot against the Bengals. I like Hightower against the Rams. Uh, Cedric Benson, now we know he's going to play. Great matchup against the Bills. James Starks is a good sleeper. Against the Denver Broncos at wide receiver, if you have Hakeem Nicks and Deshaun Jackson and Santonio Holmes, and you're freaking out because they haven't done well uh, this season or they've been inconsistent, I wouldn't. I play these guys. Nix has got a great matchup against the Cards. Jackson against the 49ers. Holmes against the Ravens, guys. And, and I've mentioned this. You know, the squeaky wheel gets the get you know gets the grease. So uh, he was not real happy that he was only targeted a few times last week. And I think the Jets, who have thrown the ball 62% of the time and run it 38% of the time, I think San Antonio Holmes gets in the mix this so week. So you don't you don't think the uh, Derek Mason revenge bowl does no, anything fantasy? I do not. I do not. I, I would actually be more worried about the Ravens defense 
being fired up to play their old coach. I'm, I'm more worried about Dustin Keller if I own Santonio Holmes and Plaxico Burrs because Dustin Keller is becoming Mark Sanchez's go-to guy. He's becoming that number one guy in the offense. Look, Sanchez threw for 360 last week, and he only had two completions to Santonio Holmes. He's spreading the ball around. Yes, LT caught the ball to the backfield more last week, but that's the guy I worry about. You know, Keller's becoming a top-five fantasy tight end, a guy that went from undrafted to now here at probably one of the deepest positions in the NFL. That was a joke about Derek Mason. I should roll that out now. It was poor humor. But no, that's I, okay. I, I mean, Derek, Derek Mason, Mason has right. no fantasy value to me this week. But I'm curious what you guys think about Ed Dixon versus Keller. Because I do think that that's a tougher choice. I mean, I, I agree with you on Keller, but I think Wait, Ed, Ed Dixon versus Keller? Mm-hmm. No, I, uh, Keller's been so good. Yeah. You, you definitely take Keller. Dixon's See, a matchup guy. If I, have a, if I have a tight end that's injured, if I have Antonio Gates, if I have a guy I don't like the matchup on because the Jets have trouble covering tight ends. See, Witten, Jason, that, week one. That's but where I'm Dustin going. Keller. Dustin Keller is, I mean, he's, he's, a, he's a beast right now. And I know you follow the Jets very closely, and that's exactly where I was going with that is Jason Witten killed the Jets in week one, and Ed Dixon, I think, he, I think this is a good matchup for him. 888-963-2682, 888-XM-FANTASY. We'll get to Michael Fabiano's big sits coming up later on in the show. Right now, Charles in Arizona. You're on NFL Fantasy Live. What do you got? Hey, what's up, guys? Uh, I need a little help. I got two trade offers. Um, I, I'm in a 10-team non-PPR, and I'm just wondering if I'm trading and trading or, or if this is actually going to upgrade my running back core. Uh, the first trade offer is uh, Fred Jackson for Steve Johnson, which I have Steve Johnson. The other three uh, wide receivers I have is uh, V. Jackson, Andre Johnson, and uh, Nate Washington. Uh, my running back core, what I'm trying to improve, is uh, Blanche, Matthews, uh, D. Thomas, and Wells. Um, I'm kind of freaking out because I'm 0-3, and, and I, you know, it's just a matter of bad luck so far. So what do you think about that trade, first of all? I'll, I'll take your answers on the phone since I don't have radio. Well, you, you know what? Getting Fred Jackson for Steve Johnson makes a whole heck of a lot of sense. You're starting three wide receivers or two every week? Uh, starting two and two. So two running backs, two yeah. uh, wide receivers that, with no flex. In that case, I make the I make the trade because you have AJ and you have Vincent Jackson that you can start week in and week out outside of buys, clearly. Then you have Fred Jackson who comes in. He'll be your number one running back, and you play the matchups with the rest of those guys. Uh, I like the deal. You, you stole my question. I wanted to know if he could start three receivers or not. If you're not forced to, to start Nate Washington, I think that's a deal that you make. Yeah, I think Fred Jackson's a guy who I don't, I don't know that he's, he's probably, what, number five running back? In fantasy, the most valuable guy. When you talk about most valuable guys, not points top to bottom, but he's in the top five most valuable fantasy right running now, backs right now. He is third in fantasy points, only behind McFadden and LaShawn McCoy. That is unreal, and, and we mentioned on NFL Fantasy Live today that he's averaging 6-4 per carry and 14 yards per catch. I mean, yeah. he's, he's getting chunk plays. I don't know that he's going to be able to keep it up, but you got to love Fred Jackson right now. And he's playing for a contract. All right, let's go to Andrew in New Jersey, who I believe has the no-brainer trade offer of the week. Andrew, go ahead. Uh, well, it, it, it's not actually uh, uh, in stone, but uh, if I can get it, I'm, I'm just the, – the, the real thing is because I'm giving up Jimmy Graham. I, I have Witten, so I don't care about the tight end position, and Tolbert, and he may want another running back, but he's offering me either Andre or Calvin Johnson, and, and I have Schaub as a quarterback, so I'm wondering if I should go with Andre or, or, or Calvin. So, so someone's going to trade you Andre or Calvin Johnson for a combination or possibly Jimmy Graham and Mike Tolbert. I, I, I can't believe you haven't called this guy back and said, uh, yeah, let's put it through. Uh, let me give you some <laughs> advice, my friend. Get off the phone and hit accept 
in that league. Even if I have to give up a third decent running back at like uh, like well, even if I have to give up MJD or Ahmad Bradshaw. Well, see, then that are... makes it a little bit more interesting. See, if you're talking about Mike Tolbert, it's a no-brainer. Um, what is your depth at running back? Well, I have I have MJD, Ahmad Bradshaw, Tolbert, and um, Ladamian Tomlinson. So I'm not really too good, except I, I get those two, and then I have a flex play for a running back wide receiver. Mm-hmm. And your wide receivers look like what? Uh, my wide receivers are Roddy White, Mike Williams, and Brandon Marshall. I was also wondering if I should play AJ Green this week, but that's a different story. Yeah, you got you got to upgrade. You got to you got to do the beyond. Let me let me upgrade. Yep, great. You got to do that upgrade. Just the second part of that scenario, though, the either Andre or Calvin Johnson. I would say Calvin Johnson. What say you? Yeah, Megatron. Michael, he's, he's going to be the biggest. The, the he's going to have the most touchdowns in fantasy this year. Man, I, I, I flip a coin. Flip, but I, I, I'll I'll go Andre Johnson. Flip a coin. These guys are are, are basically interchangeable parts. Uh, I think I'd probably go Andre only because Matt Schaub is a little bit more durable uh, than Matthew Stafford, but you can't go wrong with either one of these guys. I mean, right now, Calvin uh, is the second leading fantasy point producer right now at wide receiver with 58 points. Andre Johnson uh, is in the low 40s, but A.J. is A.J. If we're talking short term here, I I trust Calvin Johnson more than Andre this weekend because Calvin Johnson's going up against those Dallas DBs that for the most part have struggled mightily this year. I go I go with Calvin simply because I think the Lions you know are going to throw the football more. They're going to be more predicated on throwing where the Texans are kind of coming back more towards a balance now, being able to run the football successfully as they have. So, like I said, flip a coin, but I, I like Calvin Johnson a little bit more. 888-963-2682, 888-XM-FANTASY. Kurt in Connecticut, you're on NFL Fantasy Live with Jason, Michael, and Elliot. What do you got? Hey, guys. Uh, I wanted to hear your opinion on a, a real bad trade that went down this past weekend. It was about... An hour before kickoff, the commissioner of our league, who's killing everybody with a fantastic team, calls up a buddy of his in the league and then says he's desperate for a flex player. And so his buddy in the league trades him Sean Green for Danny Amendola. Yeah, there's a little collusion going on there. I mean, number one rule as commissioner, and I've been doing this for a long time, you do not make a trade for a guy who's hurt and you don't know when he's coming back. I mean, you, you just can't do that. I mean, it's a different situation with an Arian Foster because, you know, he's a big-name guy. Uh, so I think you can maybe try to buy low on him. But when you're trading Sean Green, who's healthy, for that, that's very yeah. fish. That, Harrison, is fishy. I agree. And Amendola uh, has been listed as doubtful or had been listed as doubtful. He had a dislocated elbow. Yeah. Okay? Uh, yeah, that is uh, beyond Thank yeah, I, I would uh, I would mutiny if I were you, my friend. Yeah, the, the whole yeah, Sean Green this, thing. This is a league we've been together for 24 years, and this guy is the first year as commissioner we rotated, and we've never had anything close to this. And I absolutely flipped out and threatened to quit. I was so upset about it. It's you know, I, I mean, even if, even if it was Sean Green for like Eric Decker or Sean Green for David Nelson or Sean Green for Nate Washington, okay, I can let that go. But they, Danny Amendola's hurt. If it was Sean Green of the Dodgers. I would make the deal. But, yeah, I would make a phone call on that. NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison from the NFL Network, NFL.com, 888-963-2682. We'll continue to help you set your lineups coming up next. Michael Fabiano will give you some of his big sits 
for this week as Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio continues. Network. Now, earlier in the show, Fabs, we got through your big starts for this week. Guys you like, put in your lineup. Some sits you have, and you're going to kick things off where sitting Joe Flacco. I, I don't like the matchup. Uh, he's alternated good and bad performances. Last week he was phenomenal, uh, and normally he's better at home, but the Jets have allowed the fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks this season at, at under eight fantasy points a game, which is ridiculous. And I, I like Ray Rice more than I like Joe Flacco in this contest because the Jets showed last week they can't stop the run very effectively. I also don't like Josh Freeman uh, against the Colts. They have really not been a terrible defense against the pass this season. Uh, they've allowed the sixth fewest fantasy points to quarterbacks. I also don't like Tony Romo. Listen, guys, I said sit Romo last week, and he was bad in fantasy, maybe good and gritty on the field, but bad in fantasy. The Lions have a ridiculously aggressive pass rush, and I'm afraid, I mean, Costa can't even snap the darn ball at the right time. I'm worried about the offensive line protecting Tony Romo and Miles Austin. Still not out there, so uh, I think Tony Romo's a risk. I'm also continuing to bench D'Angelo Williams, continuing to bench uh, no Sean Marino for obvious reasons. Not a big fan of Sean Green this week against the Ravens either. That Ravens defense very good against the run at wide receiver. Anquan Bolden's going to be on Revis Island. You want to put him on your bench. Mike Williams is in the midst of a sophomore slump, which I had talked about in the preseason. I was worried about him. Uh, and you know what? There's a deceiving stat out there. The Packers have been really bad against the pass this year, really bad against quarterbacks and wide receivers. I still don't like Brandon Lloyd this week. Tremont Williams is back. They still have a, a very good secondary. And the fact of the matter is that Dom Capers is one of the, the best defensive minds in the National Football League, and he's going to make some adjustments. And Brandon Lloyd, he was great last year under uh, a pass-laden offense with Josh McDaniel. So far this year, not so good, and I'm worried about him against the pack, especially on the road. Well, a couple things there. Brandon Lloyd, I wonder how much of that is the groin. Uh, you know, yeah, he, he can play. But how effective is he? Groin injuries don't just go away. Just because a guy's playing doesn't mean he's playing at 100%. So I wonder how much of a factor that is there. You referenced Tony Romo. I don't like anyone on the Cowboys offense right now. Yes, Felix Jones ended up having a good game. But he misses a lot of holes. He's still playing hurt. And right now, those guys don't know where to line up. If you have anyone on the Cowboys, I think you consider sitting them. I would say the safest bet on the Cowboys is probably Witten at tight end. So in your fantasy league, do you get points for bad snaps? No. Oh, okay. Because you'd, you'd be winning the league if you had Tony Romo. you get that, points there. Good point. See, I, I like Romo a little bit more just because, yes, from a fantasy standpoint last week, he didn't have a big week. But he came back and he proved he played the whole game. He was healthy. He led the team on the game-winning drive. There's going to be a lot of points this week. Detroit and Dallas is going to be a lot of points. Felix Jones, is he going to run for 115 yards again? If you don't think so. Not on that front four. Tony Romo is a guy that's going to, if, if he's got another week to get healthy, I think he gets outside. I think he makes plays outside. I'm okay with starting Tony Romo this week. I'm not going to Shy. Last week, shy away from yeah, but this week, I, I'm not. I don't have to shy away from. Like, but like you don't. It. You don't worry about Detroit's front four against that Dallas line, and all it takes is one shot on Romo, one clean shot, and to use the Vic logic, we're not guaranteed he'll play the whole game. No, but if, if Tony Romo was more of a, a, a drop back passer, I'd be worried. But he can get out of trouble, and he knows how to move around and make plays on the and make plays on the run. Look, that throw on the run to Des Bryant last week was awesome. I, that's only Colt McCoy's throw week two to Muhammad Masako. I think was a better throw in the NFL this year. He can do. He can get out of trouble, and I think a week a week getting past it, I think he's okay. Eight 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 nine six three two six eight two eight 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 nine six three two six eight two. John in Milwaukee, you're on NFL Fantasy Live. What do you got? Hey guys, I need some major help here. <clears throat> I'm in the auction league. It was my first year doing an auction league, and I thought I knew what I was doing. And sadly, I ended up with a really weird team. I'll give you the low lights. Uh, I have Matthew Stafford and Tony Romo. 
I have for wide receiver, it's a PPR with return yards being counted. So it's uh, Matthew Stafford, Tony Romo. I have for wide receiver Larry Fitzgerald, Stevie Johnson, Eric Decker, Manningham, and Amendola. <clears throat> My running backs, which is the bad part, is I have James Starks, Ben Tate, Ben Jarvis Greenellis, and D'Angelo Williams. Um, the tight ends doesn't matter, but uh, the way the way it works is uh, two, two, one, two wide receivers, two running backs, one wide receiver slash running back. I'm getting lucky that Starks is getting some playing time and lucky that Tate's getting some playing time, but once this cup runs out, I'm going to be really kind of hurting. Yeah, you need to trade from depth, and that depth is at quarterback, and I think you need to trade either one of Tony Romo or Matt Stafford in order to get uh, a running back. Fitzgerald and Stevie Johnson are solid. After that, you've got some inconsistent guys there. Eamon Dola, I think, could be a nice option for you once he comes back because you do get points for return yards and touchdowns. But I think you got to trade one of those quarterbacks, uh, and I wouldn't be afraid to put Stafford out there, see what kind of offer you get. Because honestly, Ben Jarvis Greenells, I mean, I, I believe Stephen Ridley led the, the Patriots in mm-hmm. carries last week. Uh, ben Tate's going to lose a lot of his luster once Foster comes back at full strength. And uh, D'Angelo Williams, well, there's not much to say that's good about D. Will uh, over the last couple of years. Yeah, I, I look at this and I say it kind of has to be Matthew Stafford because Tony Romo is not going to bring you a guy that's going to be any better than James Starks or Ben Tate. I think it's got to be Stafford. Oh, you is, can do better than yeah, that I don't, for, Romo, for Romo. I think so. I don't. You just neither you guys like Tony Romo. I, I don't know. If people are going to not say, right okay, now this week, right, but when Miles Austin comes back and Des Bryant's yeah, healthy and the like, offense, I like him over weeks. the back half. I, I, I do like him over right, the back. But half. I don't know how much are people going to pay for that right now. Right now, if you want to sell, you can sell Matt Stafford real high. You can get somebody. You get a number one run. Back, oh, you get a, no. you get another good wide receiver. You could do great. No things. question, no doubt about that. No doubt about that. But I, I don't, I, I don't think that Tony Romo is completely, you know, void of value right now. All right, Edison in New Orleans. You're on NFL Fantasy Live with Jason Elliott and Michael. Hey, hey how you doing, guys? A uh, quick question. Um, a guy who's own three in the league right now. He's you know getting kind of desperate. He offered me uh, Deshaun Jackson for Rashard Mendenhall. And I, is that a no-brainer, or should I think things through a little bit? The other th- uh, three running backs that I have that are, that are uh, you know, for depth is uh, I got Peterson, I got a Matt Bradshaw, and Darren McFadden. What, what y'all think? Should I do the oh. trade? Well, if you got Peterson and Darren McFadden, you're not, other than buys, you're not going to play anybody else. I mean, look, it's a dis, it's the disappointment bowl trade between Deshaun Jackson and Rashard Mendenhall. If you have that depth at running back, yeah, I go out and get Deshaun Jackson. Yeah, again, it's it's trade rule number one in fantasy football. You trade from a position of uh, of depth uh, and a position of strength to improve a position of weakness. And if you're loaded at running back like that and you need a wide receiver – Deshaun Jackson, to me, uh, and may, maybe people are going to disagree with me, I think he's a little overrated in fantasy. You look at his numbers, and he is ridiculously inconsistent. He will have 120 yards and two touchdowns in one game, and you will be all over him. And for three weeks, he'll suck, and, and, and you still have to play him. That is Deshaun Jackson's MO when it comes to fantasy, and we've seen it already this year. He's not even in the top 25 in fantasy points right now among wide receivers. So uh, maybe try to get somebody better. Deshaun Jackson for Mendehall, though, based on the depth you have at running back, it makes sense. I was just about to say, DJX has DBS. It's Dwayne Bowe syndrome. Peaks and <laughs> valleys, man. Peaks and valleys. 888-963-2682. That's 888-XM-FANTASY. Jason Smith, Michael Fabiano, Elliot Harrison coming up next. We'll continue to help you set your lineup before we break out of here at the top of the hour. And also, we'll give you some players to watch this weekend for your fantasy squad. That's coming up next on Sirius XM, Sirius 210, XM 87. 
And if you like the 80s, you will also like this show. NFL <laughs> Fantasy Live, Jason Smith, along with NFL.com senior fantasy editor Michael Fabiano and NFL.com analyst Elliot Harrison. We'll give you some players to watch for different reasons coming up in a couple minutes. But first, this week on the show, if you missed it, Jason Locke and Fora, NFL Network Insider. Join us for all the latest news on Arian Foster, Michael Vick, Ryan Grant. Next week, Michael Fabiano is working on a special guest of a different nature for the show. Yeah, we'll, we'll see. Uh, I'm good friends with Adam Richmond from Man vs. Food Nation, and um, I want to ask him if he's ever done a challenge and the food was just awful. And he had to smile and eat his way through it. I, I, I got to ask him about that. Is steak the number one food on your fantasy board, Adam, or is it chicken? I, there's always that big thing. <laughs> it's got to be steak. I think you go steak because chicken is always on the injury report. You know, <laughs> Chicken's it, always got that groin injury. The injury you, report. Well, you go into a place and they have like some little flyer out that says – our normal organic farmer could not provide the chicken that we normally have, so we had to get it from, you know, uh, Tombstone Pizza or whatever. You know, uh, <laughs> I'm just, you know, I got, am, I, yeah. am I crazy? I got to talk to him. Actually, Adam's a huge uh, football fan, loves the Miami if Dolphins. If I can compare chicken to a running back. Oh, my God. Still chi- on this? Really? Chicken is like Fred Taylor. <laughs> you know, Fred Taylor is great sometimes, man, but you never knew when he was going to be available. Give me that guy that's going to give me 300 carries. Give me steak. Give me Eric Dickerson circa 83, 84. This show has officially jumped wow. the shark. It Elliot, has. What, goes, what color is the sky in your world? We, we should probably take John and Charlotte. Uh, John and Charlotte, you're on NFL Fantasy Live. What's your question? Um, yeah, I was trying to, I'm trying to make a trade for Darren McFadden. I have Vincent Jackson, Fred Davis, and Ben Tate, which the person is asking for, for Santana Moss and uh, Darren McFadden. Are you kidding me? Uh, do yeah. it. Do, do it. it. Do yeah. that trade now, man. Yeah. Ben Tate? I mean. They're, there's a yeah. chance they're trying to get Benson as well, but I'm trying just to keep it to three. <laughs> God, I, I mean. I have Ray Rice as my other starter. Yeah, you will. You will dominate. You will roll through. That, that's a trade you, you have to make if you can pull the trigger on it. John, definitely do it. And and one more thing: steak or chicken? Who are you drafting uh, first? I'm going with steak. I like this guy. I like this guy. You can get chicken. There's a chicken restaurant on every corner. Chicken is widely available, Elliot. They're like tight ends in the NFL. They are widely available. Chickens are the tight ends of the food chain. Jason, listen to the and logic the of your callers. Yeah, no, I love uh, that show. Thanks a bunch, John. Let's get to Dan in Philadelphia. Dan, you're on NFL Fantasy Live. What do you got? Hey, how's it going, guys? What's uh, up? Good. So I got a trade here. Um, you want, I'm looking to trade Chris Johnson uh, being offered Jeremy Macklin and Aaron Hernandez. That's a dicey deal. I don't know. I think I think I hold on to CJ. You'd only be getting Macklin and Aaron Hernandez back for CJ. Listen, my friend, do not trade Chris Johnson just yet. And you'd be getting two guys who, oh, by the way, on the injury report. And one with a hamstring. I know. Chicken. Yeah, that's exactly what I haven't done yet. I mean, it's sitting there for me. I haven't done it because Macklin and Hernandez are both. I mean, the hammy and the knee, you never know. Now there's guys I would trade Chris Johnson for, but you got you can sell much you can sell much higher on Chris Johnson. He's still Chris Johnson. It's not like he's going to do this forever. I mean, another couple of weeks you're talking about maybe he's a flex guy, but you can sell a lot higher. I'm okay with trading him, but you got to get more. Well, it begets a larger question, which I think a lot of people are wondering, and maybe the part of the impetus behind this potential trade that he's talking about is if you're a fantasy owner that owns Chris Johnson, are you pressing the panic button yet? Or is it too early to press that button? 
Now, I think right now I have him. He would be my number two or my flex guy. Still in my lineup, but another two weeks, and he's still looking for a 100-yard game. He's still running for 50, 60 yards. Then I'm concerned about i gotta, I got to take him out of my lineup. Fabs, if Chris Johnson, let's say, goes for uh, 55 yards this week, and you're trading him or you're going to try to get him off your team, who are you looking to get? It really depends on the position that I need. So say if I need a quarterback and I'm trying to trade Chris Johnson to acquire that quarterback, man, I'll tell you, Chris Johnson to me has enough value where I can still go out and try to get a Matt Stafford, somebody like that. I'm not taking less than that in a deal. And you know what? If CJ doesn't turn it around, well, I made a bad decision and my team's going to suffer for it. And I was just about to say on the flip side of that, I would never deal Stafford for Johnson. All right, NFL Fantasy Live on Sirius XM Can Fantasy you believe we Sports just said Radio. That? I know. I actually thought the same thing. I can't believe you did the whole steak and chicken, but then I'm you know throwing everything else out the window here. All right, guys to watch this week. Fabs, give me a guy to watch this week. I'm going to go with Ken O'Hunter. Uh, assuming that Frank Gore is limited this week, he had a bunch of carries last week when Gore went down with that ankle injury, and I'm very interested to see what kind of impact he can make if he does see a prominent role in the offense again, assuming uh, that that Frank Gore is out and guys, I, guys, I just saw uh, a, a message here. Uh, Chris Johnson saying that he now is saying that he's hesitated too much uh, out of his runs and he is now back in football shape after missing training camp. All right, like I said, next couple of weeks are big for Chris Johnson. I'm going to go with Alfonso Smith. Beanie Wells was hurt last week. He leapfrogged past Chester Taylor on the depth chart there in Arizona. Not a guy to start this week. Beanie Wells looks like he's going to play, but with Beanie Wells' injury history, snap up Alfonso Smith, wait and see. He could be a starting running back moving forward. I, I like that, actually. And, I, and I'll tell you, mine is from a little bit different perspective, but we keep talking about trades. I just want to see what Fred Jackson does this week. I want to see if he keeps up his toward pace, people thinking about dealing him or trying to acquire him. He's playing the Bengals. That looks like a great matchup on paper. The Bengals haven't given a whole heck of a lot of points to running backs. It's NFL Fantasy Live, Sirius XM Fantasy Sports Radio. Jason Smith, Elliot Harrison, Michael Fabiano. Check us out every day, NFL.com and on the NFL Network. And, of course, next week right here on Sirius 210, XM87. It is NFL Fantasy Live. You go into your shower feeling tired. But as soon as you reach for the Irish Spring, your day immediately gets better. That crisp, fresh, unmistakable Irish Spring scent zings your brain and awakens your senses. So when you finally emerge from the shower 37 minutes later because you pay the water bill so you can stay in there as long as you want, you're ready to take on the day and smell great doing it. Irish Spring Body Wash and Bar Soap. Fresh, green, Irish. Shop now at a store near you. Live Nation presents Concert Week. Now through May 14th, get $25 tickets to over 5,000 shows. That's up to 75% off a summer full of your favorite artists like 21 Savage, Alanis Morissette, Cage the Elephant, Celeste Barber, Dirk Bentley, Fade, Hootie and the Blowfish, Janet Jackson, Kids Bop Kids, Megan Trainor, Bissell Pluma, Sarah McLaughlin. Get tickets to more than 5,000 summer shows for just $25. Until now through May 14th. Visit LiveNation.com slash Concert Week to learn more and plan your summer with Sean Paul, Sum 41, 30 Seconds to Mars, oh, and two-door cinema club. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details.